0: So this morning I hooked up with Eddie Doherty. Um, I had... uh, Did I post on here yesterday? I think I might have mentioned it somewhere along the way that uh, uh, I was meeting up with Eddie. He's a hand weaver in Ardara, County Donegal. He's been doing it since the mid-1950s. He's uh, 78 or 9 now. And a true master of the craft, it has to be said. Uh, I think if you go the length of time he has... Uh, what is that? mid fifties, sixty something years, sixty sixty something years now. Um, I think he's been working. Himself, he's seventy nine or anyway, you do the maths. Uh, and uh, I went in to see him, and he showed me the the uh, the loom and how he uh puts together his pattern and his thread and his design spoke about the history of it. we spoke about uh, the history of the area and uh, how hand weaving was uh, common industry in the in the area at the time but uh, it 's a dying trade now, anyway, we got chatting and uh, you shared some stuff with me and Here is a quick snippet of that conversation. We went on for about a half an hour. And uh, I'll be featuring it in an upcoming episode, but uh, just wanted to share this little bit with you now. It's about two minutes long, and uh, anyway, see what you think. Check it out. Do you just go with your gut then in terms of what threads you use or colours you use? That's the way I look
1: at it. Yeah. If I could make, I'll repeat that there now again. All them there will be, that's that's the next skin I'm going to be making again now after this. you might have the lines in a different place, hmm. then oh, I might move them over, but there'll be, if I want to have the same threads in it again, it'll, it'll, it'll look exactly the same, hmm. but the, the lines could be in different places, and that's just the difference, and you would you the, the never d- let me notice. Everything me. in the shop here is comes off this loom here? Yeah, yeah. I have another one loom up above at the back of the pub. Right. The, the family run pub. Ok,
0: what's People's the name room.
1: of that? Doherty's oh, o- Bar. Oh, Doherty's, ok. I, Oh, I ran the pub and and ran the weaving near the army leave. Right. <laughs> and how long are you with this? The pub at night, the, the, the night business. Like cause yeah. My wife would be there during the day in the house, and then aunt would be there. Aunt Aunt owned the pub at that time. Just handed out from generation to generation. Yeah. The son has it now. Right. Even. played for the county for years. Oh, okay.
0: And
1: yeah. They not go park several times.
0: Yeah, nice that's, uh, <laughs> How long are you plugging away on, on this? On well, this one, When did you start? I mm. started in 1956.
1: Right. So it'll be <laughs> 62 <laughs> years out in November. That's something <laughs> else, isn't it?
0: That's something else. Yeah, you are not can that. No, I wouldn't say so. You were saying the other day that there <laughs> no. used to be a. a
1: I, there were 11 of us in a factory at the end of the town. There's a bicycle store there now. Oh, yeah. Bicycle shop. Don Burn. Bicycles. It was Malloy's that owned that place. I went in there in nearly there were 11 of us in it plus uh, the manager was 12. only another one of them leave now so that's not so good looking <laughs> yeah. and there were
0: three yeah that's uh eddie doherty there um little snipper from the chats we had to earlier today and uh, i'm going to um include that full uh chat that we had in the next episode of the daily larp so watch out for that um and also a few links to his website and a bit more bump about him and uh where you can find the stuff and all that kind of thing but uh hand weaving and crafts crafts like that are very much dying out or they're certainly not as widespread as they used to be uh industry changes and people move on automation comes in and skills die out and that's just the nature of the beast um But there is an opportunity in these things for us to keep them alive and uh, for them to have a greater meaning because I don't know what it is. Maybe it's nostalgia, a little bit of nostalgia about the whole thing. But there's certain, I suppose, something about looking back on a trade that's no longer so popular and only a few people are doing it and and afforded uh, a higher degree of value than maybe was afforded it before. And certainly, when um, when you've got uh, a craft that's so widespread as hand weaving was in this part of the world, it was basically how people lived. Um, and now it's only in the hands of one or two people. Well, and it does mean something, you know. And uh, we got talking further about the difference between a machine, an automated machine, created a uh, piece of tweed, and the stuff that he does, and what the difference is between the two. And I suppose it's obvious, isn't it? You know, what he makes is unique, every single one of them. And it's unique insofar as the way that he loads the tread and I suppose the the force of effort that he applies when he's using the loom and the speed at which he goes and the general, I suppose, uh, the feel and the, the emotion that somebody gets when they actually... Buy something from him that he made by hand, and there's a connection there. You know, it goes beyond the surface level, material, the materialistic value of the thing, and uh, at least that's what I feel when I when I look at it. You know, and uh, that's the difference between machine-made stuff and handmade stuff. Uh going to take a trip along to uh, the craft fair in December. We'll be at that. <laughs> And uh, lots of other people making stuff, you know, by hand. So uh, I'll let you know more about that when it pops up. But anyway, hope you enjoyed that little snippet. Watch out for the next the next episode of the podcast. Uh, it'll be 159. And uh, you'll hear more from Eddie. All right. Thanks for listening. Check you later.